Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Okay, welcome back. Heidi Hollis with us. Heidi, of course, is that truth seeker of the unknown, an expert on shadow people, the hat man phenomena. She actually gave them both their descriptive names in her books, The Secret War, a true story about a real alien war, and Shadow People and the Hat Man, the true story of evil encounters. Heidi is a radio talk show host, the Outlander, a cartoonist, occupational therapist as well. Her paranormal comic strip is called The Outlanders. Very popular as well. Heidi, welcome back. Oh, hey there, George. Just making my parents proud. (laughs) You know what? You do such a wonderful job every time you're on the program. Every time. Thanks, George. I appreciate it. Be optimistic. (laughs) How did the shadow people and the hat people come your way? What happened? Oh, gosh. Man, I I, I was just very unlucky. Um, (laughs) I I first spotted the shadow people following uh, a friend of mine, uh, a shadow being, what I call the head and shoulders shadow. Yeah, that was the first experience. And I thought, honestly, that, you know, (laughs) you know, I know I wasn't seeing things. I knew I'd seen something. And uh, I saw this thing following us on a bright, sunny day. And uh, we reached our destination, and this thing followed us all the way back. And by the time I got back to my friend's home, I was just beside myself. I'm like, you know, I, I grabbed a piece of paper, and I drew this hulking, shadowy thing with a head directly connected to its shoulders, just black. And, you know, I'm thinking my friend's going to laugh and think, you know, what is she, what is she, go, what's going on with this gal? And she takes a look at it, and she's just like, oh, that thing? I don't know. That thing's been following me since I was a kid. And I was just like, what? You know, and um, I had to go grab something. And uh, from my, my room, I was staying at my friend's house. I had to grab something from the attic, <laughs> second floor room, only to be met with this thing blocking my way out of the room. Um, so, I mean, just it, it's such a weird thing to express to people that you feel that something is wanting to kill you, to rip your life from you. And I just closed my eyes, sang a prayer, and (laughs) walked right through it and made it out of that room. And that began my introduction to uh, shadow people. Would you say say that most of the shadow people that people witness are evil or dangerous? I, I would say 100%. I mean... I get some people that are just like, oh, I think, uh, especially Hatman, he's my guardian. I'm like, I've gotten a, a handful of those reports, and I'm starting to see a little bit more of that. But I'm like, what makes you think that? Well, because he doesn't scare me, and he just watches over me. And I'm like, you know, but eventually it comes to, if I get if I get the person far enough along or they write me back, they're like, you know, I thought he was a guardian, and then it became this. He became threatening. He became intimidating and talking. And, yeah, so, I mean, it's as if he's gauging how close he could get to a person and what he can do once he does get close. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, don't, I wouldn't trust I wouldn't trust the hat man. Anything black and shadowy with red eyes, I don't know, George. That doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy. How about you? Ha, now, what is the difference between Hat Man and Shadow Man? You know, I had, when I come on your show several times. Thank you, George. And, and many I, more I to had, come. Oh, good. Yay. <laughs> I, I'd come on and, and I, I described Hat Man as being the Hat Man's shadow. 
And, you know, I, I had not seen him. My college roommate seen him, and we had seen so many different forms of shadow people that we just uh, we just assumed that this was another form that shadow people could take. Though he did come through very, very solid, so it was. It, I just didn't know how to categorize him. And then my emails started changing from this man wears a suit, he sits on my bed, he talks. Sometimes he's clean shaven. Sometimes he's got a goatee, you know, and his hat is changing. And sometimes, sometimes he doesn't wear a hat. So I was like, you know, hold on, you know. And this guy started introducing himself to some people, wow. uh, admitting and saying he was the devil himself. And you know, shadow people—they're kind of wispy and they could take on different forms, and they're blacker than the night. Uh, you know, Hat Man—he could. He could walk through a wall. He could kind of stand in the shadows and look shadowy, but he'll come solid. And that looks very physical, then, don't they? Very physical and directing the other shadow entities in the room, if there are others. Are they out to get your soul, Heidi? Honestly, I really do believe so. Um, you know, gosh, when it comes to the Hat Man, he's—he makes me so mad. I, I don't. I don't even, it's like, it's weird to take it personal, but I get so angry with these emails that I'm getting and the stories that I hear people saying, he reached into my chest and he pulled my soul out Jeez. as I'm kicking and screaming and begging. And he's dragging me through the wall into the yard. You know, sometimes he's, he's flying them somewhere. And I mean, it's, yeah, he's after their souls. And, um, it's getting worse, George. It's getting to the point that um, I, I don't want to say that we're ever going to lose this battle, you know, mm-hmm. but I think people need to wake up to the threat uh, that it's not just a possibility. It's a threat. He is looking. He is coming. It's a crazy thing to say, but where did the boogeyman talk ever mm-hmm. come from? I think it came from this guy. What summons them up, the hat man and the shadow people? What what creates them yeah. or makes them pop up? You know, I'm thinking, honestly, uh, there's a definite connection to uh, uh, aliens. If there, somebody's been abducted, uh, had a lot of alien contact, it seems that uh, shadow beings are not far behind. Hmm. Um, hat man as well. Um, you know, some people... <laughs> I always say, you know thyself. You know if you like to pet a dog or kick a dog. You know, um, it's a it's a good way to to decide. Oh, what side of the fence do I sit on? Well, let's see here. Um, you know, if you know you're a bit rotten on the inside, yeah, yeah, these things might make a, a space in their lives for for you. But also, I'm finding more often than not, though, George, this is just this is even more disturbing that. The people that are getting targeted are gifted in some manner that uh, their light may just be brighter than the next person, and they want to stomp out that light. They want to control their future. So um, people gifted, when I when I say that, it's like they may be very empathic. Um, they might have the, the gift to be able to see things or know things. And my goodness, if a person in a crowd can spot these rotten good-for-nothings coming, you sure, you know, if you're a rotten good for nothing, you sure wouldn't want that person in the crowd to, you know, be fully uh, supported and, and uh, appearing as sane, you know. So these things try to lean in and uh, crowd their life. And 
isolate them, oppress them, and you know, get them depressed and suicidal and homicidal and anything that you can imagine that's negative. Any idea where they come from, Heidi? I always thought that, I, for example, shadow people may have come from another dimension and they kind of leak their way into ours. Yeah. Well, you know, when you think about alien beings coming in from another dimension uh, and these things being associated with them, um, you know, I I think that, uh, you know, it, it, I don't know if I, I'd really care to find out where the heck they came from because I wouldn't want to visit, but <laughs> I would say that, uh, you know, I, I don't think they're from here. I think they're from an other, uh, whether it's another planet, another dimension, um, and from what I learned from uh, the contact that I had with some alien beings who said, this is not their first planet, that they have done this across the universe. Uh, they've, it, it, people wonder what's the common thread when it comes to various alien beings. And I was told that it's, it's uh, the shadow beings, that they are conquered beings, that they are enslaved to these shadow beings. And my goodness, if Hatman has anything to, to do with it, I mean, he's just going to keep building this uh, enslaved army. What conjures them up, though? I mean, why do they appear? Mm-hmm. Does, does, do they sense something about the person? You, you know, I find a lot of people are accidentally spotting them. Um, and sometimes, they, and these things will notice, they will notice that, oh, you know, who's watching and the shadow people see this, uh, they will generally charge the person and uh, Hatman will do the same. Uh, he doesn't always stick around as much as the shadow beings will, but conjuring them up. I mean, some people are directly doing it on purpose. Um, sometimes if a, if a violent act took place in one area, uh, suicide, homicide, whatever, um, it's like a portal of negative gunk gets opened up and it, and it could center in on a location or a person, you know, a person that uh, I don't, I, I don't always uh, see a clear connection as to why something has happened to a person, but you know, people that have been abused uh, mentally, sexually, whatever, uh, harassed they, and it, they, they feed into this negative feeling and it seems to really attract these rotten things to come at them. And, it's it just to pull them down another notch. Uh, death in the family or death around a person. Uh, it, it seems that when somebody's died in a location uh, of any any means, uh, I, I don't um, I don't always get why these things are connected to that person that died, but it, it happens and they may linger and the next person sees them. You are seeing a newer pattern to the Hatman sightings. What is that? George, this is really disturbing. Oh, you know, I I think the last time I came on your show, I was talking about, um, you know, I'd ask these people, you know, what is it that you're you're feeling? What do you feel? Why is that? What's the hat man saying to you when he's there? And it's just like, I think he's trying to recruit me. And it's like, recruit you? You know, like, like to do his bidding? And they, they admit yes. And oh, my gosh, George. I've been getting reports now that the hat man was a Spanish guy, a black guy, uh, a different guy with red hair. I'm like, what? But wearing the suit and the hat 
He's changing? He's recruiting, and he's convinced some to join him. That's what it sounds like. As when you say convince some to join, some being what, humans? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and... Um, and he takes I them, mean, or what? Well, you know, it, it, people were telling me, you know, he's telling me, hey, come come show me... It, come." Come show me you're dedicated to my cause and what I'm doing. This is how you reap souls. Like, this, this, is, this is what he's telling these people. Now, I didn't get to follow up with these folks because uh, it's, it's odd. I don't, I don't know. I guess people just don't like talking about this freaking demon. But, um, <laughs> but then uh, I started getting reports from people saying, Catman's bugging me. I'm like, well, okay, tell me what he looks like. It's just like, well... He's this uh, multiracial guy. He's got freckles. What? And then it's then it's another. You know, hey, I, I hat man's in, in, at my door, and he's ex, I'm experiencing it like this, and I'm like, well, what's he look like? I always ask what he, he look comes like. to people's doors. Oh, oh gosh, yes, knock on the door. Now Literally it's it sounds like that you're more concerned about hat people than shadow people. Is that correct? I am. Okay, I really am. Yes, I really am, because uh, to the level that he goes to and what he's doing, I mean, if, if these people are taking the place of his bad dealings, my God, it, he's winning these souls over. He's convinced them to do what he does, and it, as odd as that sounds, it's I mean, so clear to these people that are experiencing, like, no, I know it was an African-American guy with curly hair who came to me, and, and, and it's it, they're describing the hat man, but it's got a different face, a different height. It's not him every time anymore. I don't think hat man has to run around as much as he has because he's got recruits doing it for him now. Is it the okay. same? Is the Hat Man just one entity that can materialize at a number of different places at the same time? I have leaned more towards that being the case. It's just like, well, how can God be everywhere? I'm like, well, can you know evil be everywhere? Can it all be connected? Apparently, so. Um, yeah, I mean, but he will change his outfit a little bit, um, but his presence is always so telling and yeah it, it's and I've had people that have experienced different versions of him and they're like it's him it's it, yeah I saw his hat was changed or his hat was gone but it was him I, I could tell I have you it. ever known him to physically take somebody grab them yeah yeah I've oh. had um, I've had many people tell me how he has physically grabbed and uh, taken them out a window um, one gentleman who had a outright fist fight with him in the yard, getting smashed up against the garbage cans with the neighbors watching Jeez. as he was trying to lift him off the ground. Now, yeah. the, the, if the neighbors are watching, what do they see? Just this guy by himself being tossed around, or do they see no. the hat person too? They they saw they saw the hat man as well. Yeah, because um, that that was something that I'd asked the the gentleman, and he was just like. I was fighting for my life. He said he was t trying to take me away. It's like, I mean, here's this big guy in this hat and 
flying and lifting me off the ground. I'm grabbing at stuff so he's not getting getting a hold of them in that sense. It, I mean, just just really just disturbing. How can they manifest to become physical and also not physical? Well, you know, how does water do it, you know? It's like we've got elements here that can do that type of thing, become very, very solid and very liquid and very gaseous. It's like, well, maybe they're, they're somehow related to an elemental of some sort. I mean, that's uh, Interesting. the closest thing that I could kind of compare it to, to be honest, because I, I, I don't understand how it's possible. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think of like our souls being able to slip into these bodies of ours to get around in. But then we don't need these bodies to get around in all the time. So is he able to somehow change the, the arrangement of his ions to be able to hold them solid one minute versus the next? It makes me wonder. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.